0: message you have prepared for us. Dear Lord, let us hear it and then let us go out and live it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're walking through some of the parables of Jesus Christ here um, through the summer. And I don't know if you can read that or not. My book different now than the computer at home. <laughs> We're going to be talking about mustard and leaven today. And uh, these are two uh, pretty Is that my hearing aid or is that the.? Okay. Got it. I, I'll try to stand still, but I kind of shake a little bit. I'll just let, I'll just let you know. <laughs> yep. All right. I'll just stay over here, right, right in this spot right here. Yeah, there you go. Right there. All right. So um, these are pre- two pretty important parables. Um, when you read them at first glance, We kind of just skim over them because they they kind of make sense you know you got to have some faith and you got to keep the nonsense out right okay and then we move on to the next i want to break it down a little bit because i think there's a little bit more to that a little bit more in these and uh, i think um sometimes we are beyond guilty of one process and not so, uh, genuinely authentic to the other process. All right. Cause he's laying out two processes here. All right. So let's look at it. We're going to be out of Matthew 13 and, uh, I'm going to have to step up cause I can't see that very well. Another parable. He spoke to them, the kingdom of heaven. It's like leaven. now here, just so you know, I'm going out of order. All right. So I'm doing the leaven one first and then I'm going to do the other one second. And you're going to see why. Because there is, believe it or not, there is a science to my madness here, all right? So it says, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till it was all leavened. I didn't, I, I, I didn't know what that meant. Did a little research, research on it. We're talking about like 100 pieces of bread here. So she's making a lot of bread, all right? And three measures of a meal, that, that's a ton of bread. And just a little bit of leaven made the whole thing go, right? So just a smidge of it. And even if she hid it. And I just want you to think about the words that Jesus Christ uses here. A woman took and hid in three measures of milk. Have you ever in your lifetime, and don't raise your hand on this thing, okay? Have you ever in your lifetime hid something? Very small. Thank you for keeping it from everybody. And then next thing you know, it blew up the entire world, right? Or your world, or what you thought you had hidden. Next thing you know, it reveals itself in everything. Amen? (laughs) Okay, you don't want to say amen on that one, do you? Because that, that one's pretty true. All right. So remember, when you read the Bible, the words are in there, and they're in there on purpose. And the words that he uses, especially when Jesus speaks... He is speaking words that are spoken very deliberately. And he doesn't shoot from the hip. Jesus Christ uses deliberate words, okay? So that is what we're talking about here is a little leaven. It messed up the entire hundred pieces of bread. All right, so here is the process that we go through. All right, doubt. Anybody deal with doubt? I mean, my goodness. Doubt is a horrible thing. And doubt, it is the seeds that give life to fear. Okay? So, something that you start to doubt, you start to mull it over, and you start to lose more confidence, and you start to doubt decisions. You start doubting teachings that you have been taught. You start losing faith. You start. All the things that we should be standing on and all the things that we should be using to erode the doubt in our minds, we don't do that. We harbor on the things that build up the doubt in our minds, okay? And we do that because of the fear that comes with doubt. And I don't know why it is, but the more you fear, guess what happens? The more you doubt, okay? And then this fear is the death of faith. So just know... In your lifetime, from here on out, which you, I'm not teaching anything that hasn't already been taught, you know, we're not bitting wheels here, okay? But here's what happens. Make sure that you understand, make sure that you tell yourself that when you start to get in a position of doubt, what you're doing is you are simultaneously killing the ability to have faith. All right? In order to get through this life in a Christian, positive way guess what you need faith and it's hard to do when you are giving birth to the doubts in your life which are choking out the faith all right and then once we have the death of faith in our life then guess what happens we start to try to avoid our fears because they are we have figured out they are the things that are killing our faith all right And then when we can't do that, guess what sets in? Anxiety. Anybody deal with anxiety? I do, okay? All right? I deal with a lot of anxiety, okay? And in my progression of my illness, guess what? One of the side effects of all the medicines I take, plus one of the great things that comes with this illness, anxiety It's the gift that keeps on giving, okay? And so we are giving life to our anxiety. And anxiety will cause you to settle into inaction because guess what? You don't have the faith to take take the steps needed to do the things you're being asked to because of the fears, because of the anxiety, and because of the lack of faith and the doubt that is... Am I summarizing it okay? Am I getting there? Because this, uh, this is first-hand account here, all right? This is life in Aaron Phelps' head. Enjoyable, isn't it, huh? You guys wanna come up and live in my head with me? <laughs> no, I don't either, I'm trying to get out of it myself. All right, inaction leads to separation from people, and it also brings you that wonderful thing called isolation. And we have talked about it last week, we talked about it last week in Sunday school. We talked about it again this week in Sunday school. Christianity is a religion of relationships. The first one starts with Jesus Christ, okay? And then we are to emulate Christ in our life and do the things that people will see and recognize Jesus Christ in us. And one of the things that is the foundation of christianity is relationships friendships friendships of love friendships of service friendships that require sacrifice that sound like a relationship of jesus christ absolutely he's the one that did all the sacrificing he serves us okay and now in order to pay that back so to speak he lives through us, and guess what we are required to do? Sacrifice for our neighbors, serve our neighbors, love our neighbors, be friends with our neighbors, the ones who aren't friendly, the ones that we don't want to serve, the ones we don't want to sacrifice. Guess what? We're required to do. Have a relationship with those people and try to sacrifice for them, try to do selfless things for them, and try to love them as we love ourselves. Is that not what the Bible says? I mean, I'm not making stuff up up here, am I? Okay, that's what the Bible says. And it's a tough chore to do, all right? Especially when all this stuff is happening, and the next thing you know, because of all this madness going on in your head, we now have isolated ourselves, we have separated ourselves, and if we do this too long at too great of a degree, guess what can set in? Depression. And then once you get to depression, guess what happens? You get what I call the cocoon where you wrap yourself up and you disappear. And then comes the feeling of total failure. You guys are quiet, are you quiet because it's real? Okay, all right, I'm hitting some nerves, right? Because I, yeah, you should have had to write this. That's how I typed it. Just get punching myself in the head, all right? This is what happens with just a little leaven. There's a scripture that's in the Bible. It says uh, when bad times come, if you don't address it quickly enough, guess what happens? You give the foothold, you give the devil a foothold. Can't shut the door, can't shut him out, he gets his foot in it. And then guess what happens? He starts lying to you. And the longer it takes to reconcile that issue the bigger the problem develops into, right? Okay, all right. So that's going on too, all this. And total failure, that's a bad deal. So, when we feel like a total failure, we have convinced ourselves exactly what we predicted we were gonna do. And the whole reason why we're at the place where we are is because we failed to have That's where it all started, okay? So that's the first parable. Now I'm going to go back, or the second parable. Now I'm going to go back to the first one. And it says, another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took, he sowed it in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds, but when it has grown, and it is greater than... All the other herbs and becomes a tree like a bush and it's so big and it is so plentiful as a plant that guess what happens the birds come and they nest in it that's how big this one little mustard seed grows into all right you want to see a mustard seed come in and the birds come in nest. there's a mustard seed there's how big that's not life size by the way that's that'd be a big finger all right (laughs) okay But that's what a mustard seed looks like, okay? And the Bible said, if you had the faith, Jesus says if you had the faith of a mustard seed, you could tell a mountain to move and it'd move. So just a little bit of leaven caused all that madness. Guess what just a little bit of faith does, huh? Faith is the seed that develops the root ball can't say root, the root ball. I, I call it a root ball, okay? So it's a root ball, and the root ball is our anchor that holds us to Jesus Christ, all right? Who needs an anchor to Jesus Christ right now, huh? When you're going through the trials and tribulations and the storms of life are just hitting you, who would like to have an anchor in Jesus Christ, amen? All right? And we were talking about Revelation up here in the song. You know, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the crystal sea. You know why it's called the crystal sea? There's no waves because there's no problems. There's no issues up there. It's no waves, no problems. It's just like a crystal sea. Smooth sailing for the rest of your life. Amen. But until then, you need an anchor. And that anchor holds us to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ doesn't allow all the weeds to grow up and choke out the plants Okay, he is the great physician. He is our, you know, the, the guy who keeps all the sheep in, and he's also keeps the vine right, right. I mean, he talks so much about how healthy the vine is. So the vineyard keeper, this is him. And he can keep all the weeds out, and when he keeps the weeds out, guess what? A little bit of faith, man, we can move mountains. Just a little bit of faith. We could move mountains. In the weeds that develop into doubts that give life to our fears and anxieties, which causes us to avoid our issues and lead us to an action and eventually depression. Guess what it can all be cured with? One little mustard seed of faith. Faith. So here's what the teaching is today. Have the faith the size of a mustard seed, and we will move mountains. Here's the application from today's sermon. Okay? There's a process that takes you from having a little bit of hope, and if we don't handle it right, it can turn into feelings of complete failure. And it can happen slowly, or it can happen extremely quickly. Okay? Christians we are victims of this process we have been since the garden of eden you know why because for some reason we allow fears to choke out our faith and i'm telling you if jesus christ is on your side what do we have to fear isn't that the bible what can man do to us amen Amen. and it doesn't take a lot of doubt to cause your failure but the good news is It doesn't take a lot of faith to move a mountain. There you go. All right. And here is the catch. The healthy process can only happen with Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm not saying you haven't been saved. I'm saying if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, You need to get one going really, really quickly and at an ultimate level, optimal level, because the seeds of doubt are powerful. But here's the other thing. One mustard seed of faith can move a mountain. Amen? Amen. But it only happens through the faith in Jesus Christ. All right? Faith in Jesus Christ is limitless. It's all-powerful. And guess what is not an option? Complacency. So you're going to hear that and hear that, all right? Complacency is not an option. This is a team sport. We need everybody jumping in together, everybody fulfilling what their ministry is. Y'all got a ministry. You need to figure out what it is if you haven't figured it out. And then you need to exercise that ministry because we're all counting on you. And we can't be the best church, the best community, the best families until everyone is operating on high levels with their ministry. Amen? Because this town needs it. This town needs it, all right? When I wasn't driving, I'm driving. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Yeah. So watch out again, all right? (laughs) But when I wasn't driving, I got to do that little walk from my office to Big John's or to Dollar Store or Rock One or Hux or whatever was going on there. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that make that circle there. <laughs> and some of them, uh, I don't know if you know, they look like they don't have jobs, but they have jobs. They're selling stuff out of backpacks. <laughs> and I got to be friends with some of them. Hey, Roger. Hey, Aaron. How's it going? Good. You selling anything today? Yep, I'm not, Roger. <laughs> Nobody's buying anything for me today. <laughs> We are laugh- shouldn't laugh about that probably, I don't know. But if you can't laugh about some things, you know, this life's too short. But I'm just telling you, this town needs it. There's, there's some bad going on in this town, okay? It is destructive, and if we let it keep going, it's gonna destroy the world. So one mustard seed of hope and faith can secure, if you truly believe it, if you truly believe that one little mustard seed faith can save El Dorado. Stand with me this morning. Thank you for tuning in to Star Church's sermon. We truly hope that the sermon edified you today and brought you closer to the Lord. For more information about Star Church, visit our website at stargbchurch.com. Once again, that's stargbchurch.com. If you would like to visit our church, our address is 4925 State Road, 142, El Dorado, Illinois, 62930. We now pray that God will bless you as you enter the mission field and bring his word to the world. And as always, we will see you next time here at Star Church.